You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Fundamentals of the Talmud, we're in the first basic sugyo in Perakachoyvo. And what we saw yesterday was after those 25 exhausting lines, well, we finally pieced together that brysa. Now, some of you might say, okay, you know, where does that brysa come from? That one that started, um, that was where that uh, starts with the words in the very beginning of the Gemara, which started with the words, Yocho, Simes, Eino, Samis, Eino, Kiteas, Yodo. So again, I, I didn't do my research on it, um, but I would assume that this probably is found uh, either in the Mechilta or in the Teres Kohanim. In the Mechilta, Parshas Mishpatim, Teres Kohanim, Parshas Emor. So I'm pretty sure that's where we would find that original Brisa. And maybe that's good enough. But as we saw yesterday, it took a while till we got there. So now we have we have an alternate Brisa. Let's see where we are. Tanya, one, two, three, four lines from the bottom. Tanya, another brisa. Okay, and this brisa has a name attached to it. Rabdustoi ben Yehuda Omer. Okay, it's not exactly the most famous Tana, but clearly another alternative to what what we've been talking about. Again, we start with Ayon Tachas Ayon Mamon. It's all about paying money. It isn't about gashing the person's eye out. Okay. The way Bryce's talk, they sort of talk back to themselves. Ata Omer Mamon? Did you just say money? Oh, Enoela, I and Mamish. Maybe it means you take his eye out. So this is the way Bryce, this is typical Bryce language. We talked before, you might remember, about Talmud Lomar. That's a Bryce language. Ata Omer is also Bryce talk. Is that what you say it is? Maybe it's something else. Is it this? So again, you got to get, just get used to it. Ata Omer, meaning the person who's objective and wants to find it out, or what you wanted to say. You said this. Is that what you said? Maybe it means you actually take his eye out. Amret, we will say. Let's say the eye, we talked about Mo and Larry. So Larry's eyes are big. Now, I don't know if big means he could see better with them, but they definitely, may, maybe I would put in a different term here. How about big and he has good eyesight? Maybe that's what Gedola means. Because we'll see in a minute how it continues. And the eyes of this one are smaller. How can you say it's an eye for an eye? They're not the same eye, right? They don't look the same. One is big, one is small. Okay, maybe that's the more sense. Now the Brysa continues. Vechitema. Now this is interesting. The Brysa has this Aramaic language in it. Vechitema, right? Kol ki hai shokol right? Kol kihai shokol minei mamona. Hmm. 
Now, let me stop back for a second. One of the rules of Bryce is, is that they're usually in Mishnaic Hebrew. They're not in Aramaic. So I am going to now alter what I just said. I think this Vichitema is the Gemara interjecting. Here, as the Bryce is this. I and Tachazai and Mamon. You say it's Mamon. Maybe it's the eye. No. What about this guy's eye is big and this guy's eye is small? How can you say it's eye for an eye? If it's money, you can, that approximates what was that guy's eyes worth? What was he worth with the eye, without the eye? That's exact. This exact amount. Now the Gemara interjects. How did I know that? I knew it because Aramaic was inserted here. Once you see this Aramaic language, you know that we're not talking about the actual Bryson. This is the Gemara helping. The tema, if you're going to say, you would underline this as a key Gemara word. Koki hai, whenever you have a situation where one guy's eye was tiny, the other's eyes was nice and big. So what would you do? Oh, I can't just take his guy out. That's not fair. Now we'll take money. Meaning, let's say, um, so when their eyes are basically equal, you'd knock the eye out. When one guy's eye is clearly different than the other guy, then he'll pay money. That can't be either. Why? Amra Mishpat Echod Mishpat Echod And this you see over here is in Sefer Vayikra. I'll show you where that is inside right now. Let's take a look. This is in Sefer Vayikra where it talks about hitting people and wounding people and killing people. But then it says here, Mishpan Echod Yilachem Kager Ka'ezrach Yehia. Now, if you think about it, if you think about it, that's really, a, that's really an unnecessary Pasuk, right? Why does it say Mishpan Echod Yilachem Kager Ka'ezrach Yehia? I mean, come on, why should you, should you really think that the law is different for other people if every, we're all Jews? Now, it does say ger here. So maybe the chiddush here is that a, a person who didn't start off Jewish, or maybe this might be ger toshav, but I'm not sure. But it would seem that the idea that the law is always the same, right? Or at least you could have just said, keger keezrachiyah. This term, mishpat echad, seems to be unnecessary. In other words, you might want to say just having these three words tells you we do not differentiate between people who just joined Judaism recently to someone who's been a citizen for a long time. Would this, does, when it says that we have mishpat echad, so is it each case is judged the same regardless of the parties involved? Right. is it, or is it that everybody's equal to the law? Okay, so that's the Chiddush Yerushila. Keger Kezrachi is the simple pshat, everybody's equal. Why overemphasize it with the words Mishpat Echad? Mishpat Echad means uniformity. Now, if you remember, the Gemara had a Havamina yesterday. You might remember that you have a choice. 
That's not a problem of Mishpadechad. Yesterday, the Gemara posited Avamina. You can either pay if you wound somebody and cut his hand off, or you can have your hand cut off. Remember, the Gemara suggested that as a possibility. That's why the Brysa number one needed two Bzukim. But here, what we're saying is that you can't have a law that for, well, when a guy has an eye like this, the eyes look the same, get the guy's eye out. When the guy's eye is different, pay money. That would violate the fact that you can't have two types of judgment. There needs to be uniformity in the way the cases are dealt with. This means everybody gets the same justice, meaning we're not going to uh, we're not going to limit a gear. The gear gets the same thing as Ezra. So this term is extra. This term tells us the Torah never sanctions any sort of lack of uniformity in this way. Now maybe the Maybe you can think of some exceptions. I don't know. But that's what the Gemara means by quoting it. So let's go back here. So therefore, um, you can't say, well, Mr. Small Eye pays money. Mr. Big Eye gets his eye taken out. That can't be. Okay. So that is... The, that's one question in the Brisa that the Gemara dealt with. So, the people in the yeshiva, Amre. Amre, right, as you know, Amre, they say, my kusha, hmm, why did, why did we think this was a question that, um, Right? You know, why was this a question? You're saying that the guy's big eyes and small eyes, right? Right? That's what you said. The, the Bryce has said. The Bryce has said it's got to be I and Mamish because it's got to be money. Because if it's not money, it's not fair. Why is that true? Okay, what's the Gemara doing? Gemara saying, what was Rabdustoy's proof? Rabdustoy's proof was, well, this guy's Mo has got small eye. Larry has a big eye. So how could you say I and Tachasai? And it must be that Mo pays Larry. Wait, who says it's about the eye? It's about what the eye means. What does it mean, an eye for an eye? Yeah, you're right. Mo's eyes aren't going to make it on the cover of Cosmo. And Larry has beautiful big eyes. Okay, he could be an eye model. It's got such, it's such big, big eyes. It's not about the eye in so more as it what Dilma, this is a Kigamara word, maybe. Nahora shokomine. What is it that really Mo took away from Larry? Nahora. Nahora is the Aramaic word for light or sight. That's what it means. Nahora. He took his sight from him. He took the light that is the Gemara's way of referring to sight, right? The light in his eyes, right? The fact that the eye reflects light is an indicator that it's seeing. But that's what Nahora means. Nahora means this idea of being able to see. So he took Larry's ability to see, take away his ability to see. Nahora, his ability to see, maybe Amarachmana, the Torah said, Rachman is a term for Torah, nishkomine, take that away. So in other words, what's Rabdustoy's proof? 
if the eyes might be shaped differently and more less beautiful for Mo, but Mo, you lose your sight in one eye or in both eyes the same way what you did to Larry. And the Gemara now proves it. If you don't say that we are looking at not the limb, but what the limb does, the property of the limb, again, a key Gemara phrase, that if you don't say this, Tema means to say, that if you don't say this, what about Koton, Shoharagas HaGodol? Vigodal, Shoharagas HaKoton. Let's say, in death, <laughs> let's say a koton kills a godel, or godel kills a koton. Are you going to say that, wait, who is the koton? This is going to sound very prejudiced to the little people of the world. But let's take a look at Rashi. Koton shaharag. Adam nanas. A nanas is the term for a little person, a midget. That's what nanas means. So Rashi's telling it's not a child, it's an adult who's small, right? A small person, Muggsy Bogues, who was a great basketball player, but very small. Let's say he would have killed, or someone like him would have killed uh, Makembi, the Tembi Makumo, I forgot what his name was, but anyway, some of they, they used to play ball together. They used to do like a, a team to show this very short fellow. So, or the opposite. Oh, you can't kill him. Doesn't the Torah say it's got to be the same? Mishpat echad yilachem. Mishpat hashavah lekulchem. Oh, it's not the same. This guy was, look how much of a body that guy was. He, this guy's body was so big. And this guy's body, who was so small. Right. So, so what do you want to say? So we're, 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 right, we're going to take that body? That was a body that, that the soul, right? Ella. It's not the body. It's what's in the body. Neshama shokumine. It's the soul that vivifies the body. That's what we're talking about. The soul that vivifies the body is what we're talking about. It's not the body itself. So, right? Right? Take his neshama away. Hachinami. Nehora shokumine. Nehora merachmona nishkalmine. So therefore, look at these two dots. We have now basically said, I don't like this b'risa. This b'risa didn't prove it. Right? The Gemara is questioning Rab Dustoy. The Gemara is saying, Rab Dustoy ben Yehuda, I don't see that proof as holding water. Right? You said it's not fair. Well, by murder, by, let's take a look at, 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 at human life. At human life, do we know how to gauge neshamas? No. Do we know whose neshama is bigger? No, but you took his neshama away. You're taking your neshama away. So maybe that's the idea. It's not the limb. It's not the limb that we're referring to. It's what the limb did. The limb means, yeah, it's not just I'm taking your handle. I'm taking your ability to use your hand. You took his dexterity away. You're going to lose your dexterity. So it's interesting. The Gemara many times tries, look what we did yesterday, 25 lines to explain a brysa, and here we neutralize the brysa. Bam! Goodbye. <laughs> right? We don't even try to answer it. Um, okay, which is interesting, because now the next thing is Tanya Idach. So Idach's an important word. 
Idach means the other, another one, a third brisa, right? So we've had this is our third one, and here we have another famous. Here we have a famous name, Reb Shimon ben Yochai Omer. Ayin tachas ayin means mamon. Again, using the typical brisa language, ata Omer mamon, o enoela ayin mamish. So, as you can see here, look at this little aleph. The Bach puts in the exact same term we saw before. Amrit will say, What about the following case? Rabbi said, let's say somebody was a blind person, right? Who blinded another person. Or kitea. Let's say he himself did not have a, a leg. Vikita, and he cut someone else's legs off. Or Achiger, he's someone who's already uh, a, a, a limper, a person who's limping, right? Vikiger, and he causes someone else now to limp. Okay, how is you ever going to punish him? Hechani mekayim bizeh ayin tachas ayin. So that's a little bit different than we saw before about Mr. Big Eye and Mr. Little Eye. The fact is, we know there's going to be blind people that will blind others. You can't say they'll pay money. So since it's Mishpat Echad, and for the blind person, the only resolution is money. The only resolution is money. Therefore, for everyone, the resolution has to be money. Okay? Now, let's, before we see the Gemara's question, let's analyze the three Bryce's that we've seen. Because, you know, I, I think what we need to realize is we, we have to, we're almost going to be guilty of overloading. I don't want to be guilty of overloading you. Okay? So let's go, let's see the three Bryce's that we, we have seen. One thing you have to be ready to do in Gemara is to step back not just look stuff up, but actually get a sense of where we're going. So we started with this, Brysa. Right? So this, Brysa, as we saw, was all about proving through connections we thought was Xerishova, it turns out it's more like a Hekish, the connections, the Smichus, that the words are cluing us in that it means money. Because it's right. In other words, there's there's indicators to pay money from the word from the comparison to animals, right? From the fact that it says by the ear miklot, right? The fact that it says um, the fact that it says lenefesh rotseach iatelokeach kofer. All of that is our limudim to tell us clearly that it's money that should be taken. The last two psuk, the last two attempts have not tried to prove that, oh, the word tachas means money, and I'm going to show you based on, I'm going to logically say it has to be money. Because in certain cases, you wouldn't be able to take the guy's eye out, either because it would be unfair or because he, his eye is already out. And then I rely on the fact that mishpat echod yilachem, right? In other words, so we're not proving that it's money from the verses themselves. Logic tells us that in certain cases, the only option is money. 
And once in certain cases that's way, we now extend that to all cases. So it's really, in a way, a weaker, it's based on logic, but it's a weaker learning. It's a weaker drash, because it's not in, it's, the first b'risa is telling you, based on heckish or whatever the rules are, it meant money. And I can show you based on the way the psukim are connected to each other or one follows the other or the connection to animal and human. Whereas here, it's uh, we know in certain cases it must be money. Uh, we can't have this lack of uniformity and therefore it must be money everywhere. That's what Shemar Yochai has done here. Okay? So, um, on that... The Gemara says, Amrei, they asked and they were wondering. My Kushia, what, what, is that really a big enough question for Shimon Bar Yochai to make his pronouncement? Dilma, right? That means maybe, key Gemara word, always Dilma. Hecha de Efshar, Efshar. Hecha de Lo Efshar, Lo Efshar, Upatrinanle. Hmm. Okay. Let's stop back. You can't say when he's blind, you'll take money. And when it wasn't a blind guy, you'll actually take his eye out because that goes against uniformity. But maybe that's not what happens. Maybe money is never an option, right? It's all about taking his eye out. Well, his eyes are already out. His eyes are already out. The Torah can't cover every single case in the world. And therefore, if it's a blind guy who blinds another person, what would be the din? Hey, Chedev Sharf Shar, where you can cut the guy's eye out because he has an eye to cut out, cut the darn eye out. But if he has no eyes and he, he blinds another person's eye, then the Torah is not talking about that case. Lo Shar. And it's not what you said that he pays money. Patrina lay. We let the guy off the hook. The Torah didn't address that case at all. We just let the guy off the hook. Patrinanle, from the word what? Patur. All right? And Rashi basically makes that, that same point. What is patrinanle? Bivilo klum. Klum means with nothing. We patter him without paying anything. And that's still called Mishpat Shava. <laughs> it's the same. Because basically, there's, it's not that there's options, you will do this, you will do that. <laughs> because that would be, you hear Shiwa and Ephraim, that would, be un, that would be unfair. For you, this is the Mishpat. For you, this is the Mishpat. There is no Mishpat if you're blind. <laughs> there is no Mishpat. You're not part of the Torah in this case. <laughs> it's not like, oh, for you, you'll pay money. You will get your eye out. No, there's got to be uniformity. There's no Mishpat. The only din is get your limb out. Lo ito ever mamish. Otherwise, you're not part of the deal. Liftor legamre. Gamre means completely. Totally. Legamre. Completely. All right? So now, the Gemara is going to prove that that's the case. Di'ilo te'imahochi. Remember, we had that on, right on the page before, that if you don't say this, we have that right here. It's always crucial when you're trying to get good in Gemara to see those words again and say, oh, I saw that before. If you don't say that, 
Trefa, Shahorag es What about the fact that someone is a Trefa? He's going to die, right? He's already at death's door. He's going to die from a disease. And he kills a healthy person. My Avdinan lay. What do we do to him? What do we do to him? It sounds like now, the way I read this, it's telling me that if the guy is about to die anyway, we will not bring him to court and kill him in Besden. Why not? Okay. Because he. So we have here Kuflamid. What does Kuflamid mean? Kivan who aidus. What does Kuflamid mean? Kasha li. Kasha li. It's hard for me. Kivan do aidus shei ata yocho lahazima. Lo mikre aidus. Aidus, you're right. And a guy gives aidus on the trefa. That's not aidus. Okay. Which means what? I don't have aidus. Vamrinan shema beemis lo horag. So all that would mean is, is that maybe Mo didn't kill Larry. Imkain, my parchinen. What's the question that? Hey, it's uh, um, it's it, you know it, it's impossible. A shaper misguy mishpat echad. It's not that the law doesn't apply to him. The law doesn't apply to him because you don't know that he killed. This is a brilliant question. Uh, you have to think very wow, hard. To, yeah. Yeah. You, have, you have to think to understand it, but I'm going to explain it. The case before, the blind guy, we know the blind guy cut out the eye of this other person. But the words of the Torah are, ayin tachas ayin, therefore, it doesn't apply to you because you, you already don't have an eye. And I'll prove to you that we have such a thing like this, right? I'll prove to you that we have a similar thing by Trefa. Because by Trefa, we have a thing where the law doesn't apply to him. Rav says, that's not, the, it's not that the law doesn't apply to him. It's not that he can't be killed. You can never testify against him. But it doesn't mean that the law doesn't apply to him, right? So. In other words, right? That's that's not a parallel to the blind guy. The blind guy, you cannot kill, you cannot take his eye out because the Torah was only talking about taking eyes out of people according to this principle. In other words, what was Rav Shemarichai trying to prove? It's got to, right? Rav Shemarichai is trying to prove that it's got to be money because otherwise it's illogical. The Gemara answers, no. It could be a guy who's blind, the law doesn't apply to. The same way the law doesn't apply to a trefa. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. That's, you, that, uh, the blind guy, I'll give it to you. But don't bring me a proof from the trefa. If the whole reason why the trefa isn't killed is because you cannot hold him with evidence because you don't have witnesses. But 
it doesn't mean that he is not bound by the law of Lotirzach. The law does apply to him. It's just that you can never find the witnesses that could ever. So, what does it mean you can't find the witnesses? You don't know and you don't have the, the requisite information to kill him. And therefore, Rekhi Vegar says, you can't say definitely that he killed. And that's why, since the witnesses are gone, that's why he isn't killed. But not because the law doesn't apply. Because you never have enough evidence to kill him. Now, I'm wondering with this Rekhi Vegar, what would be if he killed in front of the Besden? What would be if he actually... Uh, There's no warning. The Besden could warn him. So if there's witnesses and warning, then what? In other words, we don't need witnesses. If he kills in front of Besden, you don't need witnesses. Right, but the Besden are the witnesses, de facto. They don't have to work as witnesses. In other words, they don't need witnesses. It was a court case. The guy in the middle of a case rises up and kills someone. But if he didn't have warning, would it count? So first of all, they might have warned him. Okay. But the warning wasn't the issue. The warning was they right, can't testify. Case. In other words, the, the, the Yonim can't become Adam Zomimim. Right. Because it happened right in front of them. Right. And now they are already in session as a as a court that could kill. Maybe right. in that case, yeah. you would put the guy to death because you don't need Adish Teo Okay. Because it's not working I'll say this there. That's good. But Ricky Vegas question is still a good question, though. No, now, it, it doesn't knock out the Gemara. It knocks out the proof the Gemara gave from Trefa. Right. But, then, but we still have a damage that needs to be recompensed. So what... what right, now? so at this point... Right, so we now go to the... Like I said, we struck... We, the first batter got on base, barely. Right? Of the three Bryces. The first one barely made it. He he took the pitcher, he took Koufax into a 3-2 count, and he batted away 20 foul balls. And eventually he, he took a walk and he got the first base. The second two Bryces, we struck out. So now we, we're left with, and we'll get to this tomorrow, the uh, Bay Rebbe Shmuel. He's going to be... He's going to back clean up for us. Okay. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Okay. We'll stop over here. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.